You are listening to Heated Agreement on Dash Sports. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. You know one of those random facts on, uh, uh, remember the Titans? Is Hayden Panettiere is the little girl in that Mm -hmm. movie. And nobody realizes That's how old that movie is. Yeah. And then Ryan Gosling was a obvious liability on the edge. Dude, burnt toast. He was burnt toast the whole time. Oh, movie. my God. Howdy, folks. It's Jorfee, and it's time for another chapter of Heated Agreement. Before we get any further into it, I want to give a quick little shout-out to all, what, seven, eight, ten of our fans out there. You're probably related to one of the four of us, or we probably have dirt on you. Not saying any names, <clears throat> Alan. But thanks for tuning in. We got a really fun show for y'all today. We're going to start off, as usual, with our first or worst topic. This week's topic is sports movies. Obviously, there's a lot of debate here. There's not really a definitive answer, which makes the debate that much greater. Following that, we are going to dive into the topic of who produces the best NFL talent from which state. Nicole Hardman and Pat Mahomes got it all kicked off on Twitter a few weeks back, and now we give you our take. And with that... Let's dive on in. Cannonball! All right. Hey, shut up. All right, guys. So it's time for this week's segment of First or Worst. We're going to be dissecting sports movies. We're going to be giving you a couple of our favorites, our first, and a couple of our least favorites, otherwise known as the worst. Flounder, go ahead and get us started. Okay, so I'm pretty excited about this, even though this is an impossible list to make. Um, I think we all decided on just doing top threes, but I couldn't just do that. I had to at least include an honorable mention. So uh, leading off with my worst category, honorable mention, draft day. Because although it was a great idea, great, great idea for a story, horribly executed, there is no way. I mean, I'm just going to say, like, it's not even that there's no way. Draft days for teams are not that exciting. They never are. Like, there's phone calls and trades and things going on like that. But even when Eli Manning was having his debacle with New York and, and uh, uh, San Diego – I don't know why I almost said Los Angeles, but uh, <laughs> San Diego back in the day. Like, even then, that was just uh, – oh, shoot, I can't remember the Giants GM. He was just sitting in the, the war room making, you know, phone calls. And if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. It's But, like, it's a long, grueling process. That's why draft day goes up there in my honorable mention category. Uh, number, we're going to go three to one with me. Number three, Rocky five, the movie that should have never been made. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. If you haven't seen Rocky five, good for you. Do yourself a favor. Never watch it. If it's ever on your Netflix recommended list down or uh, thumbs down. That's that. I was going to say something really vulgar. Thumbs down that hoe as fast as you possibly can. <laughs> number two on my worst list, uh, the ringer with Johnny Knoxville. If y'all have never seen this movie before, um, I'll just say that this is not a movie that could get made in, in today's day and age because it involves Johnny Knoxville uh, pretending to be a, I don't know what the right word would be because it's 2020, uh, mentally handicapped uh, to uh, partake in the Special Olympics uh, in order to win some sort of prize money for some sort of debt he has to pay off or something like that. I don't even remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. All I'm going to say is it could not get made today because the SJWs in Hollywood 
And it's, it's kind of amazing that that got made in the first place, like at all. And uh, number one, I don't even know why this needs to be said. Well, I know why it needs to be said because we're doing first and worst. Uh, but number one on my list is, is a no brainer for me. Caddyshack two, another movie that should have never been made. And I kind of debated putting it on my list at all, just because Caddyshack isn't really a sports movie in the first place, but Caddyshack two is so bad so poorly made, so poorly thought out, so poorly executed. It, it just, it has to be on the number one spot on my list. I cannot let it, let it just float away into the ether with, uh, with, with no responsibility for being one of not just the worst sports movies, the possibly one of the worst movies of all time ever made. That's a, I mean, that's a solid list. I haven't seen, honestly, I haven't seen Rocky five, so I have no, uh, I don't have a judgment on it, but I don't plan on watching it. So I'll let that one stay. It's bad. I thought draft. It, um, I thought draft day was pretty good. Honestly, Kevin Costner is my boy. I it thought it was good. Watch. I, I, it's why, definitely unrealistic. But, obviously, but it's a movie. It doesn't yeah, have right, to be that, realistic. That's, I, I don't. I don't dislike movies just because they're unrealistic. If so. we're talking about unrealistic movies, Air Bud's got to be on there, right? Like we're talking about. There will be no shaming. Oh, there will no. be no shaming Air Bud on this podcast. You watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> I'm just saying. Exactly. We're dissecting draft day seven. because the draft scene was a little too uh, unrealistic, but we're okay with a dog no, playing no, no, fucking no, no, baseball. No. Listen, no, all I said was it's my honorable mention. It's my honorable mention. It's not in my top three. I just said, you know, because we couldn't do an actual list. So I was like, okay, what's a terrible movie that could possibly be seen as good, but doesn't really deserve to be on the list, but is also like so unrealistic, even though it's trying to be realistic because Air Bud's not trying to be real. It's a kid's movie. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's fair and, point. and you don't besmirch any, any Air Bud except for Air Bud 7, uh crap what's the name of it i literally just said it a few minutes ago uh it'll come to me but i didn't I know, even I, know I, they made seven of those fucking yeah movies. i think like after like five or six that's the, i was too old for him after that and i didn't watch anymore seventh inning fetch oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds awful. that sounds awful all right Woody, what do you got all right so this first one is going to ruffle some feathers and i realize Honestly, my whole list, my except for the number one worst sports movie I've watched, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty well regarded as a terrible movie. But this third movie is, I hate it, and I hate it because it shouldn't have ever been a movie. The movie itself wasn't terrible, but I just hate the concept of the fact that Rudy became a movie because he played two downs of football. Congratulations. A five foot six walk on played two downs. Why is that a movie? I don't care what he went through. Every walk on goes through shit. Terrible movie. Shouldn't have been a movie. Rudy, not, yeah, terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I know it's going to piss off people because they like to feel good about Notre Dame, but I don't give a shit. Terrible movie. I'm not against that take. Rudy's. I wish I had a t shirt to put down for you right now. That's Rudy's awesome. an overrated – it's an overrated movie, no doubt. I, would, I wouldn't say it's terrible. Like, I'm not going to go that far like you did, but I definitely would put it on an overrated list. I think yeah. for me it's more the principle of the fact that a five foot six white guy got a movie because he played two downs of football. That, but that's not downs, movie worthy. But the two downs were at Notre Dame, so. Yeah, I don't give a shit. So he, right. he was on NBC when he did it. Cool. <laughs> what's your second what's your second worst movie 
All right. Second worst movie is Rookie of the Year. Um, what an absurd movie in the first place. Plus, he plays for the Cubs, so he's already fucked in that movie. Like, why would you put him on the Cubs? Um, but Rookie of the Year is a terrible movie. The kid pitches in the big leagues, and there's not any, like, redeeming quality of the movie. There's no, like, suspense in it. It's like, oh, now he has to pitch with an unbroken arm because the broken arm made him throw well. It makes no fucking sense at all. Terrible movie. And it was based on the Cubs, so that knocks it down a lot. And the worst movie, sports movie of all time is Double Teamed. I don't know if any of you have seen it. It's a Disney <laughs> basketball movie about two high school girls, and they called That's, it Double Teamed. That is they named something. <laughs> it Double Teamed. It's two twin sisters, and they named the movie Double Teamed. How tone deaf do you have to be, Disney? That's that's definitely something I'm glad we're clearing up what it's about before we clip this for the pod. <laughs> how tone how tone deaf do you have to be to name that shit double teamed? And then I mean, there's a I, I saw a video breakdown of it on Twitter the other day that was just hilarious. Of like, there's five seconds on the clock, and the scene where they make the final bucket with five seconds left on the clock took a minute and ten seconds. I mean, that's like every sports movie ever. They love to do that. But she went from half court to the three-point line without taking a dribble or a step and then took a bunch of different steps where she Giannis, definitely traveled. Giannis does that every game. Hey, terrible movie, terrible name. I can't – I don't – I want to know who said, yeah, double team, that's what it needs to be. That's the name of the movie right there for the two twin sister high schoolers. So – so I had two of I had two movies that I could think that you would put on your worst. I got Rudy right. I knew you were gonna put Rudy on there because you always talk about how much you hate that movie. Garbage. I movie. thought I the one I thought that I was that wasn't on there. I thought you were gonna put on Forty Two. I don't hate Forty Two. I think it's an overrated movie. And see, I really like Forty Two. I think it's overrated, but it's not a terrible movie by but any stretch. I mean, Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman's my dude, so I'm a any movie there. about Jackie Robinson's gonna be awesome. I just thought they could have done a lot more with it. All right, well, I'll go ahead and go to my worst. I'll go ahead and go to my worst. Um, my third worst is a movie that's gonna piss. I mean, it already started drama on Twitter. Is Caddyshack? Go fuck I yourself. Hate Caddyshack. It's a boring movie. It is not entertaining at all. It's it's not funny. What? Nothing. Nothing happens in the movie. That all the most thing that happens is this about? damn. It's a damn groundhog. It's a fucking groundhog or a gopher, whatever dancing. That's the whole fucking movie. It's boring as shit. It's not funny. No, at you're all. wrong. You're wrong. Oh my gosh. Bill Murray's hilarious. It's yeah. probably his best work. No, that is not true. Groundhog Day is his best work. Greatest movies of all time. You also get to see a very beautiful woman. Um, in not very much clothes, clothing. Hey, hey, I'm sure. Th I'm sure there's a movie called Double Team where I can see the same thing. <laughs> there is. No, I'll send you no. a link. This is an amazing <laughs> movie. You're you couldn't be more wrong. You hey, couldn't be more wrong. I don't want yeah, that shit on my computer. Thing, you couldn't be I, more wrong. Like I said, I know. I know that nobody agrees with me, but I will die on the hill of Caddyshack's a boring movie. Amazing movie. Um. There. Number two is a movie about a monkey playing baseball. 
called Ed. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh, yes, Ed. I remember Ed. Oh my god. It's awful. It's, I forgot oh, yes, about Ed. Ed. I, I, I was talking earlier that I don't hate on movies if they're unrealistic, but this one was just too far. It was it, because it was also bad. It was bad, and it was yeah. a monkey playing baseball. I forgot oh, about dude, Ed. That. They that made like so four terrible. of them, though. No way. I think so. Because I remember watching no. one where he was skateboarding. Oh, God. Hey, oh, is this a really? Yeah. Is this a Wait, 90s yes, kid Yes, they thing? tried to reboot. What's up? Is this a 90s kid thing? Because I feel like they don't make these dumbass movies with the animals playing sports anymore <laughs> like they did when we were kids. I mean, I think, Ed was a direct knockoff of Air Bud. If they do, yeah, exactly. A direct it was a knockoff. knockoff. They tried to reboot Air Bud with a, with a chimp. <laughs> and my number one worst movie, I don't know if y'all have seen it, but there's the acting in it is awful. The storyline is awful. And it's a movie called Thunderstruck with Kevin Durant. Oh Nobody? my god. That it's awful. Disney Kevin movie? Durant. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Kevin Durant might be the worst I actor. Remember in the it, NBA. But I remember That's so because it, he's a snake. If he wasn't a snake, he'd have been a better actor. He's an awful actor. And the movie's about he he gets a, a kid takes his powers and so now the kid's playing in the NBA and Kevin Durant's a scrub. Oh, so like and, Space and, Jam. That's right. It was like it was like like Mike, wasn't it? It kind like of it, but it's more like Space Jam, except uh Mike's like, like meets, yeah. meets Space Jam. Yeah, and except instead of getting a good that. actor like Michael Jordan, they got an awful actor in Kevin Durant. Hey, I'm just saying if James Harden was in that role, we all know he's a great actor. He would have killed it. You can go James, Harden, James Harden and Kevin Durant might be the two worst actors in the NBA. James Harden's an amazing actor. James Harden's an awful actor. He has How do you one think good... he draws all those fouls, dude? <laughs> no, but he has one good commercial – and it's the one where Clutch is, is on, like, working on the space station and it blows up and then he's, like, floating around. What about the Clutch and No? Hard- that's the good one. That's a good oh, one. Clutch, Clutch No. That's, no. that's one of my favorite commercials ever. Oh, man. Oh, Clutch. Westbrook doesn't have the voice for it. Westbrook does not have the voice for it. But I imagine, like, his antics and his character, he would be a very good actor if he didn't sound so weird. Honestly, I agree. Chris Chris Paul might be the best actor in the NBA. Blake Griffin. Mm, fuck off, it's Blake Griffin. No. Yeah, I was going to say Blake Griffin. He's pretty good, too. Do you know this commercial? Blake Griffin's an actual stand-up comedian, too. Like, he's really funny. Do you know this commercial? Yeah, the paddle shifter, we know. Jorfi, you're up with the worst. For my worst, I uh, – so a lot of these were on here that I saw as kids. And I just I trusted my I saw more movies as a kid than I do now, so I'm just trusting my instinct from back then, which is probably a terrible idea. But anything made with the name Air Bud after the year 2000, X, it was awful. I I don't remember when I stopped, but the football and the basketball movie I remember liking, and whatever came next, I never watched another one after that. It was probably the baseball one that we were talking about earlier. Um, I don't know if y'all ever saw this movie called Basketball. Did you ever see that? Oh, Basketball's awesome. Yes. I thought it was just the most – I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever but seen. But that's why life. it's awesome. I don't know. Because it's yeah. dumb. I remember seeing – That's in my top went five. Over to a, I'm not going to say any names because uh, Jorfi's mom may or may not listen to this podcast, but 
we went over to one of my friend's house when I was in like sixth grade. And I remember that show, that movie being totally inappropriate for whatever reason. Maybe it wasn't, but I remember <laughs> feeling dirty. Nah, you're just a little prude. Anyway, I was also the oldest and sheltered. So I just did not have a good experience with that movie. And then um, MVP Primate. I don't know if y'all ever saw that. That was the hockey movie. Same thing mm-hmm. as Ed. Same shit. I mean, they tried to make a chimpanzee be a hockey pro. And I remember seeing that as a kid <laughs> and it was dumb. And then this one's going to catch some heat because I don't think it's his best work. And I've tried to watch it a hundred times and I just think it's just the dumbest shit ever. Like too stupid to like. And that is semi-pro. Hate the movie. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't I think it's funny. You got number one. You're semi-pro. wrong. You're wrong. That's a terrible take. Oh, no. I, I went uh, one to five. I forgot to mention that. So semi-pro is five or one, two, three, four. Semi-pro is four. I went We're one doing to four. three. I, well, I had a bonus one. Semi-pro. It's a bonus one. Semi-pro. That's a terrible take. Garbage take. Semi-pro is hilarious. A, we need our producer to just cut out his entire segment. Whose segment? Cut out Jorfy's entire segment. You're so bad at this. Fuck. <laughs> Y'all are all fucked. I'm logging off. You're so bad I'm at this, James. So bad. You're so bad at this, James. All of y'all are terrible at this except for me and Jorfy. That's only because I have to edit out all their fucked ups. <laughs> I know. Hey, by the way, has anybody seen the new lawnmower cans? These are dope, right? Those are pretty cool. Right? Like, it's got the flamingo and everything. He's buff as shit. Like, ah, dude, they're badass. Classic. Right, Founder, if you want to uh, lead us off with what you think are the best movies or your first movies. Certainly. Sorry. Certainly. So, um, I'll lead off with my honorable mention again. Um, again, this is probably a movie that could be regarded as the worst by some just because of how it was made and it's kind of corny and a little bit over the top, but, uh, I'm going with Friday night lights for my honorable mention just because of the, uh, the heritage of Odessa Permian and, and Midland and, and that whole season. I don't remember what year that was. Was that 1980? It was the 80s, right? I don't remember. It was anyway. in the 80s. Yep. Yeah. Um, my, ag teachers, my ag teacher actually had a cousin uh, that was on that team. Fun but, fact, my, uh, my girlfriend has met Booby Miles. That's really cool. That's, that, isn't she, is she from the Panhandle or no? Oh yeah, she's from Twenty Minutes from Monahan. Uh, That's okay. right. She's from 20, so. she's from the Odessa area. Yeah, we had we had Odessa Permian in district when we, in high school. I believe that. And I'm telling you, that atmosphere is the real fucking deal. Oh, absolutely, man. We played them in a playoff game one year too, and it was unfucking believable. When we. Um, when we start to get into the discussion about high school football later on in this in this episode, I think uh, one thing that we're going to all agree on is there's maybe one state that can compare to compare to the Friday night atmosphere in Texas. The talent is another subject, but <clears throat> that's just kind of how Florida? I. What? Florida? I don't know. Anyways, Georgia's Georgia and Mississippi are a little. Uh, down home Friday night, live live for the weekend, uh, live for Friday night 
your high school career is your is your life, you know, kind of deal. Yeah, I got you. So, anyways, leading off in the uh, the number three spot on my first list, um, this is a another movie that could probably be regarded by some as their worst, but it was really special to me whenever I was a kid. So that's why it's making this list. Uh, Miracle, Miracle and Ice Team. I mean, just what that meant for the United States at the time, just in the grand scheme of like global geopolitical politics and everything, was just so huge. Um, you know that that whole team shouldn't have been in the position that they were in to win that game. And they, they, they didn't just win, they dominated, you know, it was a hard fought game. Obviously it was a hard fought like path just to get there. But, uh, that, that movie for me will always stick out because I played hockey whenever I was a kid and it was one of the only like hockey movies that seemed like realistic to me. And, and it's, it always stuck with me. So that's why it's in my number three spot. Number two, um, if there's any debate about this, I, I'll shut it down immediately. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm usually not the biggest fan of baseball movies outside of like major league, just because I don't like, I, I don't like seriousness whenever it comes to baseball for whatever reason. I don't know for some, I don't know. That's a bad way to put it. But anyways, Moneyball is in my number two spot. Uh, Jonah Hill, Brad Pitt, classic. I mean, just when it first came out, I left the theater thinking that it was one of the best movies I'd ever seen by far. So that one's going to stick with me for all time. And then in my number one spot, I feel like this should be a no-brainer. Strong side uh, is Remember the Titans. Um, Yeah, I'm not even going to say any more about that because that movie's one of the greatest of all time. Culturally impactful, uh, not just whenever it was made, but about the time that it was made. You know, I mean, come on, man. How can you not tear up a little bit? And again, I don't remember any of the characters' names from this because I haven't seen it in so long, but how can you not tear up whenever he comes to meet him in the hospital? That's my brother. Come on. Don't you see the family relation? Like, how do you not, how do you not get a little emotional whenever, whenever that happens? So, so that's why I remember the Titans comes in number one for me. Yeah. Wait, aren't I up? Yeah. How about you, how about you call him, how about you call him Flounder? Also, yeah. Flounder, that was a solid list right there. I yeah. agree with I love, I love every single one of those movies. The fun thing about this list is the only thing we're going to argue are the bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flounder, me and you have a very similar list. Um, so I'm going to expand it to five just because you touched on a couple of the ones I was going to touch on. And I want to expand it to five, and I don't listen to rules. So... At five, I have Major League Two. Okay. All-time great movie. People sleep on it because they think, oh, it's going to be terrible because Major League was so awesome. It's just as awesome. Major League Two is a phenomenal movie. At number four, I have Bull Durham. I imagine a lot of you haven't seen that movie. Great movie. I remember when I showed James, I think last year, and he said, holy shit, how have I never seen this movie before? Because it's awesome. Kevin Costner, obviously, because it's a baseball movie, is the star in it. And it kind of goes through all the ins and outs of like minor league baseball, and it's fun as hell to watch. Awesome movie. At number three, I have Remember the Titans. I'm just going to let what Flounder said about it stay because we all know how awesome that movie is. At number two, I have Moneyball. 
I have a different kind of affection for Moneyball because I study <laughs> analytics. I study the sabermetrics of baseball. And I'd read the book, the Moneyball book, before the movie came out. And it's just really interesting to show – I really appreciate how they – made sabermetrics and the analytical side of baseball understandable for the mass population. People that, hell, my girlfriend liked that movie and doesn't know a fucking thing about baseball. So I really <laughs> like that movie. I think it did a lot for the game of baseball in general. And then at number one, I have Major League because it's the greatest sports movie of all time. It's hilarious. I mean, Charlie Sheen, before he was a drug addict, awesome yeah. actor. Right? He was definitely still a drug addict. Uh, before he was a known drug addict. Okay, how about that? All right, I mean. But anyways, awesome movie. Can't be beaten. I watch that movie probably three or four times a year. And still laugh every time. James, on to you. So, Woody, for your, your three, I had you pegged for Moneyball, Major League, and I wasn't sure on the third one. Uh, I didn't think you were going to go with both major leagues. I fi figured you'd uh, yeah. yeah. But then again, you did cheat and pull up five because, you, you know, well, you're a cheater. Well, fucking Flounder stole all my picks. I had to be do something original. All right, so uh, the way I, I kind of – Plus you had to what? Plus I had to mention Bull Durham because it's an underrated movie and nobody knows about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> so what I was going to do is I wanted to do one from each of the three major sports because that's how it just kind of worked out. And I was trying to stay away from ones that y'all used so we'd have a little variety here. Um, so my number three movie and the basketball representative is Coach Carter. Mm. I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do for my basketball movie because there's so many good ones. But like Glory Road, honorable mention Glory Road, great Hoosiers. Movie. Hoosiers is the best basketball I'm not a movie huge, of all I'm time. I'm not a huge Hoosiers fan. It's all right. But Coach Carter's way better. I disagree. Did y'all see the new one that just came out with Ben Affleck? No. The new what? Uh, basketball movie. I can't remember what it was called. Let me check. Uh -uh. Anyways, keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll look at um, it. And then my uh, number two was my football movie. And um, there was a lot that I was thinking about here. But I finally went with Remember the Titans, even though both of y'all have mentioned it. I still one of my favorite movies, so I had to just throw it in there anyway. And my number one he deserves the love. And my number one is it was going to be Bull Durham. Ooh. Stole it. Ooh. Stole it. Hey. So I mean, he's I a like real, that pick. He's a real cocksucker. So you motherfucker. Hey, we couldn't hear any of that. You need to repeat that. Start that whole fucking takeover, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what I say? Andrew stole it. Oh. My number one movie was going to be Bull Durham. Woody stole it. So, um, you know, he's a real cocksucker. So hey, let's go. So instead, I'm going to go with Kevin Costner's next best movie for Love of the Game. Yes. That's an That's awesome movie. an amazing baseball movie. Love that uh, movie. Might be a little slow for some people. It, I mean, it's not like it doesn't move as fast as a movie depicting a whole season. It's just it's about it's one game about. Um, an old it's a, it's a game it's a movie about Justin Verlander and his <laughs> no-hitter no and last and uh with the Astros that's what it's about yeah except Justin Verlander's uh 
girlfriend slash wife is way hotter than the one in the movie. Yeah, that's the one time that the that the the movie casting didn't quite get it right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, is it my turn? Yep. Yep. Oh man. So I have an honorable mention just because I feel like it was greatly put together. It was hilarious for all ages. Um, bench warmers had a lot of oh yeah had a lot of humor for the older crowd and it had a lot of humor for the younger crowd. And it's uh it's got a little bit of a feel good story. Not so much when you're older, but as a kid, it's kind of got that little feel good story. Um. I have seen both the Bad News Bears. I can't remember a lot about the older one, but the one with uh, Billy Bob Thornton is an all-timer for me. That shit is hilarious, and I I don't know if it's because he does a good job as the acting or what the deal is there. Um, so that's number five. Number four is Waterboy. I I don't know if I need to explain that. I mean, Shay, water sucks. All of it. It's just such a quotable movie. Quotable movies will always... Vicky uh, Valancourt is the devil. She showed me her movies, and I like them, too. Bro, you want to hear something really funny about uh, about The Waterboy real quick? I mean, this is a dumbass story from my childhood. So I saw that movie with my mom when it first came out in the theaters. And I really don't... I You know how you only remember like certain things from your childhood? <clears throat> so when she goes to Flash, uh, Bobby in his room... I will never forget this. My mom, this is the first time this ever happened to me too, covered my eyes so fucking fast. <laughs> she was like, not today. <laughs> but they don't actually show it, right? Doesn't it just I show it? Yeah, they don't actually show it either. That's okay. the thing. That was the funniest part of it for me. <clears throat> That's like I'm the like, first time I ever saw my titties. Face. My dad wanted to show me Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, all-time movie, man. That had, to, that had to spoil your perception of women for, like, oh, years. Absolutely. That, that, the fact that that was the first uh, time you ever Kate, saw one. Dude. But that's, that's just I, remember, I remember my dad. Uh, we're watching it as a family, and my mom's watching it with us. And Phoebe Kate dumps her tits out, and everyone's – and my mom says, they're – what the fuck is going on? Right? <laughs> and he says, what? I forgot there were tits in it. Like, no. He definitely oh, yeah. didn't forget there were tits in it. He grew up in the Phoebe Cates era. That didn't happen. <laughs> You're, you, mean, you, mean, you mean to say your mom said, Red Man Koozie, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, the first, time, the first time I saw it was with my parents. That was awkward as hell, too. Great. It, what a movie. What a movie. So then um, jumping back into it, Major League is oh, – I'm sorry, I spoiled it. Remember the Titans and Friday Night Lights and Glory Road are all tied right there at my number three spot just because I couldn't pick one over the other? What, are we just going to list ten fucking movies? No, you fucking uh, cheater. I fucking cheated, so, and I made the rules, so – Number one, I, I don't know if y'all will think the same, but I think, like I said, I let the childhood make the decision. And Space Jam kind of uh, will always have it. Get the fuck out of here. Space Jam's the shit. It's a good Everybody movie. You know it. It's a good movie, but it does not belong with the other with that list. Only one of those movies doesn't belong. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! Garbage movie. We actually had we actually had someone on Twitter say that it was one of their their worst movie. It's not a it's not one of my worst, but it does not belong with the rest of those movies. Hey, hey, cheers, boys! All right, guys. So going forth, we'll be putting out our subjects about a week in advance for the next uh, first or worst segment. This week, we had a couple of people reach out to us. Uh, one of a fans of the show told us that uh, Blindside is a family favorite and Happy Gilmore is a great movie, but not a good sports movie. How do we feel about that take? I have a problem with the whole Blindside thing. Like, let's be honest, those people weren't doing it out of the kindness of their heart. They were doing it to get old Miss a book in tackle. And I don't know. It was a Decent movie. Sandra Bullock was good in it, but I have a problem with the whole premise of the blind side because they, they did it all for Ole Miss. I don't, I don't know if they, I I don't know. I don't want to say they didn't care about the guy, but I'm going to say what? But if if that's what it takes to get people to, to get people a house and, you know, like a, a kid off the streets, is people worried about where he's going to go? Fuck it, go ahead. I don't sure. Give a shit. That's better. That's better booster than most people are going to do. I'm no. just saying, no. if he was five seven, he'd still be on the streets. No, he'd be, Maybe he'd be dead. He probably wouldn't be alive right now. Yeah, I'm going to go on a tangent right here because of the school that it was. When the movie came out, you're like, man, fuck the NCAA for going through and digging up shit on them, right? And then now we're sitting here post-Hugh Freeze and burner phones, and now we know that it is probably more than likely the case that they were actually doing it for the benefit of Ole Miss because now that I'm older, we know that they are some cheating sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. And, um, that may not go over too well with uh, one of my followers, but the rest of them – they. they I'll agree that now that we're older, we are not as ignorant and realize that that movie was um, the NCAA may have had something right there to say it lightly. I've thought that for the last like five to six years since I've gotten. And, and, I, and I will forever stand by the statement of who gives a shit. If, if then, even if they're right and that's why they did it, even if you're right, who cares? Why does it matter? Because Eli Manning was their quarterback. They didn't need a bookend. And they no, said it, not at that, that time. You're missing errors, dude. And but it doesn't matter. They didn't win shit, so who gives a fuck? True. Okay. I don't know. I I didn't think the movie was all that great in general either. And like the Nick Saban. movie was basically one monologue of Sandra Bullock saying, "Protect your blind side like it's your family." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's an all right movie. But did you know that the the daughter from the movie like the the family's daughter is phil collins daughter like in real life the actress no yeah, that's phil collins daughter yes that phil collins that poor that's his bastard. daughter oh man i'm never having a daughter 
I'm too good looking. Oh, God, no. Hopefully by that point in time, we'll have, uh, <clears throat> what's it called, eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, Bailey Brook, too, said that Cool Runnings in Southpaw, excuse me, Bailey Brook, too, said that best is Cool Runnings in Southpaw. They're tied. Her okay. honorable mention is a league of um, Worst is the Blind Side or Happy Gilmore. How Ooh. did I miss A League of Their Own as one of my worst movies? I don't Garbage movie. How am I not surprised by that take? Terrible movie. This is the only thing that Tom Hanks has ever done wrong in his life. Job of it. Um, what was the? Is was it called The Fighter? The movie with Denzel. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, The Fighter. That is to me being a fight fan the best example uh of an actor becoming a fighter like he trained with legit boxers he trained very like not just in like how to throw a punch but like how to move and mimic like what those guys do in the ring and and Jake Gyllenhaal did a pretty good job of it in Southpaw as well so I appreciate um that we have either a some MMA some MMA fans out there some people who just appreciate what it what it takes to really mimic what a fighter looks like what's your flounder what's your what's your take on creed i like creed because creed's one of my was on my list as like one of my favorites it didn't quite make the cut but i really like that movie i really like creed 2 um not creed 2 i haven't seen creed 2 yet actually because (laughs) yeah me either creed as well in addition to yeah i i liked I, i like creed as well um I, I thought it was really funny that Michael B. Jordan took a legit punch from uh, the guy that he was fighting in the movie. It was hilarious. Have you all ever seen that video? Uh, uh, no. So Michael B. Jordan, while they were filming, took a legit punch, like while they're in the ring. It's one of the final scenes in the movie uh, because he's wearing the uh, the Stars and Stripes trunks. And, I mean, he got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> he got struck. And then it was really funny because after Creed Two came out, he was talking about boxing. Um, oh man, I can't remember the name of the guy. He was talking about fighting some retired boxer. What was that? Falcons trade up for oh. Tried to move up. Falcons mm-hmm. tried to move up for Chase Young, according to Jay Glazer. Don't even get me started on free agent news, but uh, but yes. Long story short, I did enjoy Creed. We have a commenter on Facebook saying Blades of Glory is not Will Ferrell's best work, so I put it on my worst list. But are we calling that a sports movie? This was a woman that posted that, so I feel like they will count that as a sports movie in their head. All I'm saying is... Okay, um, I don't know if we want to keep that sexist uh, remark in our podcast. James, it was your mom that said that. Uh, uh, your mom. Uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that if I can't keep score at home, it's not a real sport. <sighs> and there goes... And Flounder. I mean, there gone. goes Flounder. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, you know, hey. So I got another what you, what one you, from I, Facebook. I mean, a sports movie. I guess it can be about. I mean, there's. It's an Olympic sport. Uh, right. I mean, uh, that no. counts for something, right? There's a lot of dumbass Olympic sports out there, man. And they're taking out all the real ones. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll never take out the greatest, the greatest winter sport ever created. Curling. Curling. Hell yeah. Curling is the greatest winter sport. 
They're, baseball was supposed to be back in the Olympics this year, but Corona had to go and fuck that up. Uh, some other ones that we left off that our followers put down. Uh, cool Runnings as a first. I'm surprised James left that off his list. Dude, I had it on my on my list. I just it didn't make the narrowing down. That is yeah, an awesome some of movie. us some of us didn't list ten movies. Yeah, Dorothy. but that that yeah. is an all time all time sports movie because it's just great comedy. Um, what's his Ooh. name? Who's the uh, who's the uh, main character? Y'all see the Colts signed uh, Trey Burton? Does it matter? I mean, oh, don't give me that shit. You were all over Trey Burton's dick a year ago this time. I like Trey Burton. That's not true. That's not true at all. Yes, it was. That is not true. You were all over Trey Burton. Fuck no, I was not. I was all over Austin Hooper, dumbass. Who's? Yeah, that is true. Who is in the running right now for Leonard Fournette besides the Jaguars? Oh, the Jaguars have him. Well, obviously, but I mean, I saw, I saw, I saw something on Good Morning Football. I don't know if it was speculation the or Miami deal. That, the Miami deal, where they were going to trade the fifth pick for Fournette and the twentieth pick. No, and that is just an awful trade. Yeah, that it is looks just like awful. It looks like right now Miami's focused on trading up to the number three spot, but not using their number five pick. That's everything that I've seen lately. So Rappaport. they want to trade up to three. They want to trade up to three and pick at five as well. Yep. Rappaport reported it today. There was a bunch of different reports that came out. Basically, one said they want to trade up to three to get an offensive tackle. Everybody assumed that would include the number five pick. And then they came back and said, no, they're not getting rid of their number five pick, but they want the number three pick. They want, they want their bookend and their quarterback all on one. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. We each chose a state, and we're going to go ahead and present our arguments for why that state is producing the best talent uh, in terms of their NFL careers. And we're going with players that have been active in the last 10 years in the NFL. So any player that was playing in the 2010 NFL season or later will be included in our uh, rankings, in our teams. Uh, I chose Georgia. Woody had Texas. Flounder had California, and Jorfi had the state of Florida. So we're going to start with our arguments of why our state is the best and just list a couple players um, on both sides of the ball. And let's go ahead and start with Woody and the state of Texas. All right, what do you want to know about the state of Texas? All right, so, I mean, Adrian Peterson at running back, you ever heard of him? Um, let's Damian Tomlinson, Jamal Charles, those are three all-time great running backs. At quarterback, I have one of the GOATs, Drew Brees, and then Pat Mahomes. Um, Kyler Murray is a toss in there. Um, at wide receiver, guys like Donald Driver, Des Bryant, Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Donald Driver's a name I haven't heard in years. Dude, yeah, I, I know. But our hey, rule was they had to be playing by 2010, and Donald Driver retired in 2011. You yeah, want to hear no, some no, ASMR real quick? No. What's that? That was okay. some ASMR for y'all. <laughs> All right. Um, my DBs are really strong. 
I got Earl Thomas, Michael Griffin, Quentin Jammer, and Terrence McGee. Those are all straight badasses. Um, I completely forgot um, Mike Evans and Michael Crabtree in my wide receiver list. Oh, dude. But Mike Evans is Mike Evans is definitely probably better than all of them. Oh, yeah. Know. What was um, it like? Mike Evans was like one of, what, like two players to start with 1,000 yards in all of his first five seasons or something like that? Yeah, I mean, Mike Evans is a fucking stud. It's ridiculous. Um, at defensive end, I'm also stacked. I got Jared Allen and Miles um, um, Garrett, uh, my starting DNs. Um, linebacker, I got Derek Johnson, Vaughn Miller. Those are two absolute studs. And then I also have the GOAT punter. No matter what James says, it's Shane Leckler. Um, he's the greatest punter of all time. Oh, Stats shit, back sorry. it up. He's the best. Yep. So that's kind of my list. Um, I think it's pretty solid. I mean, every every state's obviously going to have awesome players, but those are – I just listed off about two dozen perennial all pros. So let's hear what y'all got. All right, Flounder, you want to give us uh, probably the two seed in this with the state of California? <laughs> Honestly, man, I, I don't know if this would really be considered the two seed outside of a couple of positions. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can claim that you have the goats from, from Texas all you want. I mean, Drew Brees is a great quarterback, but I have the goat and the goat, the goat junior in Aaron Rodgers and Tom, or excuse me, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> starting out in quarterbacks. Uh, and then, there's a guy who I didn't realize uh, finished his career in Baltimore in 2011. I genuinely thought he retired in like 09 or, or after he left Miami uh, the second time. Uh, Ricky Williams, who had it not been for if, – if the NFL's current substance abuse policy was in place, <laughs> we, we probably – <laughs> we probably would have seen a pretty great career out of Ricky Williams. I mean, we still, I mean, he still is one of the greatest, um, you know, definitely to come out of California. Uh, I would put him, I would put him below Marshawn Lynch, but Marshawn Lynch, I mean, you can't go five minutes without him telling you that he's from Oakland. So obviously he's from California. And then at wide receiver, there's a couple of guys uh, that uh, one of them that I didn't realize was from California. I thought he was from somewhere in the South, just based on how he acts. Uh, uh, Steve Smith and uh, Deshaun Jackson. and Actually, I'm going to throw Julian Edelman in there because he's a Super Bowl MVP now. Um, but, yeah, man, people forget about Steve Smith. People forget how great he was in Carolina. I don't know his exact weight, but, you know, a little 5'9", Steve Smith, agent 89, would just manhandle people on the football field in a way that, like, you wouldn't expect from someone of his size. He was like that, like – I don't want to compare him to like a breed of dog, but if I did, it would probably be a pit bull just because of like his ferocity on the field. No one talks shit like that man either. I was I mean, about to say all time shit talker, all time, shit all talker. time shit talker. Love me some Steve Smith. Greatest, one of the all time greatest revenge games in the history of the NFL when they when Baltimore came to Carolina or was it Carolina came to Baltimore? I don't remember. He whooped the shit out of him. I don't remember his stats, but I mean that's that's a game worth rewatching if you ever have the chance. Um, and then moving on to defensive end, I don't really have as impressive as the state of Texas or some of the other guys on this list, but I do have a two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long, 
and uh, another guy who you may have heard of by the name by the name of uh, Akeem Hicks. Uh, and then right next to him on the defensive line, we got another guy named Haloti Nada, who I'm not going to go into more detail on him just because that would take too much of this, too much time here. But the Ravens teams that he were on were that he was on were unbelievable. I wish he could have finished his career out there. And then at DB, I just have a little dude by the name of Troy Palamalu, who, you know, everybody remembers him for ruining Palamalu. Everybody remembers him for, for ruining Pat McAfee's career. Uh, or uh, not career day in uh, his homecoming in Pittsburgh when he was going to score a touchdown. And for whatever fucking reason, Palamalu decided to stay over the top and uh, not in, and not go for the block. He's, he decided to stay in coverage. Uh, so yeah, sh- shouts to Palamalu. And then uh, right behind him, a guy who you should never try with the sorriest receiver in the league because uh, he's the best corner in the league. Uh, or he was at the time of that interview anyways, Richard Sherman. <clears throat> and then a little white boy with a beard behind him named Eric Weddle, who everybody should know if you don't. I mean, <laughs> like, what the fuck are you even doing? Uh, and then I'm not going to get into the offensive line outside of a guy named Tyron Smith. And, well, you know what, we'll go for it. Logan Mankins, I mean, I, I, I could go on about his career for forever. Alex Mack next to him out there. And, uh, and that's where we're going to leave it with the state of California because – I mean, it's not that – I don't know. There's just no one else that I would see as, as notable enough to uh, put up there with, with Florida or Texas. Solid. Definitely a solid list. Um, before we move on, I just want to make sure we're all aware of the greatest quote in NFL history belonging to your boy Ricky Williams. <laughs> I forgot. I got high. I got high and forgot I wasn't supposed to get high. <laughs> what an all-time quote. <laughs> That's – that, that's like when uh, uh, LeGarrette Blunt and Le'Veon Bell got pulled over for And forgot DUI. it was illegal. They said, yeah. I didn't know it was illegal to drive while high. <laughs> with, uh, a blunt, with a blunt in the dash. Laramie Johnson with his – I'm uh, telling you, Ricky Williams inspired future generations like Josh Gordon. I mean, oh, it was incredible. They off the weed. Yeah. <laughs> like, stay off the weed from – It was about Josh Gordon. Was it yep. Gordon or was it uh, was it Ricky Williams? Oh, I don't uh, know if the original. It definitely got the most popular with Josh Gordon. Oh yeah, for sure, because it was so many times. He may have said it before that, but I, think I feel like the one most people saw was that. I'm one. pretty sure he said it about Ricky Williams at one point. Hey boys, we are T minus thirty minutes from the draft. Let's go. Right. So I'm gonna go ahead and go into my list. I had probably the biggest underdog in this, you know. Uh, with the state of Georgia. No, I don't know if I'd love. call it an underdog. Mikko Hardman made sure that you got plenty of love. Well, Mikko Hardman's not on my list. I guarantee you that. I don't know why he's <laughs> fighting for something that he doesn't belong in. You know, Boy stay put in your 300 own. yards. He had like 500 even, okay, or something like that. <laughs> Dude, stay in your own lane. You know, prove you have it first. I mean, but the problem with Mikko Hardman in the, in the NFL is he wasn't a – steady NFL receiver as rookie year. It was a – he had 200 yards one game and then had eight games with 10. Just, he's, a, he's a gimmick he's a player right he's now. A, he's a deep threat. He gets hits one and has a good day. Most of the time he's not going to hit that one. But he's um, the second fastest deep threat on the team. <laughs> he's not even the fastest guy. <laughs> he ran a four running three, a four three. Three, Running a 4-3 on that team isn't unique. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
the state of Georgia is definitely heavy on the offensive skill maker position, uh, skill level uh, positions. Skill makers. Skill makers. Yeah. Playmakers. Got some yeah. playmakers in the skill. Is that position. a CTE moment right there, dude? Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> me and my two and a half years of football. All right. So, <laughs> hey, that's all it takes. <laughs> quarterback uh, Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson. Um, oh, speaking of CTE, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson's still early in his career. Cam Newton may or may not be at the end of it. We don't know. But those are still two, two NFL studs. Uh, Deshaun Watson's going to end up being up there with a lot of guys by the end of his career. Uh, running back, uh, it's kind of uh, recency, but Alvin Kamara and uh, your boy Kenyon Drake. Yeah. But, but I'm leaving off the best, Mike Tolbert. We got Mike Tolbert on the team. So. Oh, Tolbert. Dude. Yeah. Uh, How does a fat fuck like that continue to get handed the ball to run? I got a question. I got to look up now. That, that, that dude had to weigh over 260 pounds. And then at receiver, we have Calvin Johnson, Demarius Thomas, and the fastest receiver on the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill, all born, born in the state of Georgia. Uh, offensive line, my, maybe you know this guy, the greatest center of all time, Jeff Saturday. Just a goat, an absolute goat. And then we go to the defensive side of the ball where it's a little bit a little bit weaker, but our defensive ends, we got Robert Mathis, Cameron Hayward, Bruce Irvin, you know, guys like that. And uh defensive back is is pretty strong. We got Adam Pac-Man Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Love Pac-Man. Eric Berry. Oh shit, Eric Berry. Kareem Jackson. I mean, that's a little hometown love, but, you know, he was all right for a couple of years. He's still good. Uh, and then we have the, the best corner in the league currently. Darius Slay is from the state of Georgia. Wrong. Stephon Gilmore. Get the fuck out of here. Stephon Gilmore had the best season last year. Darius Slay is the best corner in the NFL right now. Okay, so right now doesn't include what happened last season? Right now it does. implies it does, but it, what it happened does. last season. And the year before? No, right now. Meaning no. this last year, Stephon Gilmore was the best corner in the league. No, he had the best season for a corner. Which is right now. But for corners, it doesn't work like that because the best season, oh, he had the most interceptions. Interceptions are a lot of luck and a lot of coincidence. I mean, it's I'm not, not talking it's about interceptions. That has nothing to do with it. Oh, I guarantee that has a lot to do with it. No, I don't give a fuck. Deion Sanders does. Deion Sanders is a different animal. But I don't look at interceptions when I talk about best cornerbacks. Stephon Gilmore was the best was the best DB in the league last year, which is right now. Okay, so are you saying that Patrick Mahomes is not the best quarterback in the league? No, he's the best quarterback in the league. What? Okay, he didn't have the best season last year. So now your yeah, argument's invalid. Who did? Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, dumbass. Yeah, no, Lamar hold on, Jackson. hold on, hold on. Those are two different. They're two different players, though. Oh, it depends on the now. system. Oh, no, it absolutely depends up. on the system. Shut the fuck up. No, it completely. Lamar shut Jackson does not up. succeed You're in the Chiefs system, still? just like Pat Mahomes doesn't succeed in the Ravens system. <laughs> okay, and Darius Slay was playing oh, in a system. God. Was playing on a system that couldn't get pressure on the quarterback at all. Whatever. 
I'm, Look, just, I'm just telling saying, you. You can't change your argument between players like that. Your argument's invalid now. No, it's not. It's not at all. Uh, Flounder, is the argument invalid? I think Why? it's pretty much invalid. No. How, how is last season not right now? Okay, no, that's fine. You, that can be your opinion, yeah. but then you have to hold it for every position. Exactly. You can't change when I bring up Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Fine. If you want to talk about that, I'd say Lamar Jackson's the best quarterback right and now. And that's fine. If that's your opinion, that's fine. Just don't change up on me like that. <laughs> but I will much, say – I'm pretty much through my list, but all right, go ahead. What you will say what? No, what I will say I, I, think, I, I think Lamar Jackson had an all-time year but I think it was a little overblown because of the fantasy aspect of it. Everybody wants to talk about Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, he was a fantasy monster. Who was the better quarterback, though? I think it might have been Pat Mahomes still. He, he threw 36 touchdowns and six no, picks. No doubt. No doubt. I don't think I'm just saying in terms, of, in terms of quarterback, I'm saying I still like – like, who are you starting your uh, – based on last season – who are you starting your franchise with? Franchise or fantasy team? Franchise. franchise it's it's still Patrick Mahomes. Uh, my argument was that Patrick Mahomes was the better quarterback. Yeah, I never no, said no. he wasn't. But what I'm, I'm saying, saying – You can't go off of who had a better season. And I'm then, telling and then you – not include Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback. Exactly. And I'm telling you that I think Lamar Jackson's season was great, yes. But I think people overblow it a little bit because of the fantasy impact he had. So if somebody said you, who had the better season last year, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, what's your answer? Well, I mean, Pat Mahomes won the Super Bowl, so. That's not the season. Exactly. First off, that's not the season. That's the postseason. Yeah, regular season, Lamar Jackson. I'm a, I agree with you, and that's the thing. I was just – I was just. I, I think probably Lamar Jackson because Pat Mahomes dealt with all that injury issues. Dealt with all those injuries. But even efficiency-wise, we've never seen a, a quarterback as efficient as Lamar Jackson was. Well, they ran the ball 50 times a game. And it – fucking worked oh no doubt i love lamar jackson that that Ooh. season that the, what they did on offense this past season was is just and, and it was historical and that's what right. i said it's all and time coming, great coming into the season jim harbaugh said we're going to reinvent football we're going to change the way offense is thought of and everyone's like shut the fuck up whatever no, they did it and they did it and you know some people thought about it and they and they believed him and they drafted lamar jackson in fantasy and they went on to beat all y'all sorry asses with him all right, we're moving on now because he stole my fucking pick. Anyways. All right, so uh, that was Dorothy, my list. What do you have? That was my list. Uh, let's Stop go letting to, James talk like whatever. Let's go Dorothy. to Dorothy with the state of Texas. Or the state of Florida, my bad. Yeah, Florida. <clears throat> so y'all bring up some pretty good points. Uh, Texas, you have a uh, pretty good offense over there be uh, a shame if something happened to it you know like uh 30 something all pro first team selections from the state of florida on defense my offensive line alone has 27 all pros first team first team not second team second team it's at least 50 i guarantee it you're talking i have khalil mack ray lewis brian dawkins patrick peterson vince wilford Derwin James, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Eddie Jackson. Uh, who else is on here? Elvis Dumerville. Old nine and a half fingers or whatever. I think it's like eight and a half. Uh, yeah, I don't think he even kept that many. <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, um, nobody's scoring on Florida. We have a pretty um, 
stout offense, not much on the interior, but but the uh, the skill position is ridiculous in Florida. So we will have one of those classic uh, ground and pound games where we, uh, we we just run it down your damn throat the entire game, and then we open it up and score one big touchdown a game, and that's all we need to beat you because you're not scoring on us. Who are you going to run it with? I'm going to run it with Willis McGahee and Frank Gore in their primes, not now. Shit, I'd still give the ball to Frank Gore now. Don't hate oh, on, hell on, yeah. on Frank Gore. He's and better then, than uh, Willis McGahee's prime. The problem is, uh, is y'all are going to be so worried about my quarterback that those guys are going to get just one-on-one. They're going to have to make one guy miss, and then they're gone because Lamar Jackson is my quarterback. And then Lamar Jackson the, doesn't the, even have Lamar to Jackson, speak. the best quarterback in the NFL right now, right, now, right yes, Woody? Sir. Yes, sir, 100%. <laughs> and the other thing is, is he doesn't really even have to be that accurate because we're going to be so dominant on the outside with Antonio Brown, Andre Johnson, and T.Y. Hilton, you're not keeping up with us. You yeah, have I saw that, Antonio that, Brown stays out of prison. I saw that that list and the, the receivers from Florida. That's just that's I just, ridiculous. I just picked the first three I found. I mean, it's I mean, ridiculous. Andre Johnson, what a bad bitch, dude. He will punch you in the <laughs> face. <laughs> so, so I'm watching these. Uh, I'm watching the NFL draft preview while we do this. It's really funny to see all these people in the draft, like in the houses for the draft day, and they're all wearing masks and yeah. staying like way apart from each other. Like nobody's being next to each other. Are these Still, like even at, at the people's parties? Yes, in the house. Anyways. All right. You so are you done, Jorphy, with your list? That's Mike Zimmer's setup. Yeah. So that's all right. Poor Mike so, Zimmer. Poor Mike Zimmer. How's he going to do all this virtual draft when he can only see out of one eye? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I, I did a little rundown on it. I think Flounder and California have the best quarterback list. I mean, for sure. are not going to compete with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, even though I have Drew Brees and Pat Mahomes. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think I and Texas definitely had – the best running backs, Adrian Peterson, LaDainian Tomlinson, Jamal Charles. Yeah, there, no one here competed with that. No one competed with that. Nope. I think Jorphy and Florida had the best wide receivers. Um, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Andre Johnson, Antonio Brown, you can stop right there. Nobody else touched that. Um, <clears throat> at offensive line – I think it's kind of a toss-up. I think it's hard to judge offensive line by the couple players that we listed. I mean, James I had the, the James had goat had the goat center uh, Jeff Saturday, but I mean, I have nine-time All-Pro Jason Peters, Jorphy. I don't remember who you the had. Pouncy twins. Yeah, you have the Pouncy, the pouncy twins. twins. I mean, there's some badasses in every group. Um, I would give it. I would give it to James. Yeah, me just too. because of Jeff Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. kind of it's kind of weak after that though. Yeah, for, I mean for the last ten years in, in I mean Georgia. So I go Jason Peters, Brian Waters, Leonard Davis, Trent Williams, Jake Matthews. I think it's just hard to say on the on the offensive line either way. Um, yeah. From there on defense, I think 
I think Jorphy and Florida really had a run there. Hey, we skipped over tight ends. All right. Well, well my best tight end, end was Evan Ingram, so I left it out for – My for best her. tight end is Jermichael Finley, so I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Someone's I mean, got to have a good tight end, right? That means I win with Nick O'Leary, right? No. <laughs> oh, okay. no, you do not. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Who do you have, Flounder? Zach Ertz. Yeah, you win. Obviously. Wait, who was the first one? Who was the first one? Tony Gonzalez. Oh, oh my God! Oh, why, did you, oh my. why did you even say yeah. Zach Ertz? Why did Why yeah. didn't you mention those? Why didn't you mention did. those? Early? I don't remember him saying. I those. didn't hear you say that. I said Tony Gonzalez. I said Hall, I like, Hall of Famer tight end. Yeah, you fucking get tight end. Obviously, yeah, that's all you. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I might get DB as well, man. I think. Uh, I think. I think I win the edge rushers yeah. with Jared Allen and Miles Garrett and yeah. Vaughn Miller when you're included. Jared Allen. Vaughn Miller at edge rusher. Jared I think Allen I win that. Good. I think that's tough to beat. You have Vaughn Miller, Super Bowl MVP, all pro. Jared Allen has done it for 12 years. And then Miles Garrett, who's the best in the game when he's not beating the shit out of Mason Rudolph. He's still pretty good then. Yeah, okay, but I mean, Mason Rudolph deserved it just for having that Mason face. Rudolph's a piece of shit. I hate him. I think he has the most punchable face in human history. Actually, I take that back. Mason Rudolph deserved it for being that awful of a quarterback. Agreed. <laughs> he Ducky Hodges, baby. He has the most helmet-smackable face in the world. <laughs> um, who, had the line, who had the best linebackers? I'm out on that. I mean, I, mean, I, have, I have Justin Houston, Thomas Davis, Takeo Spikes. I think it's Jorphy. Yeah, who do you have? Because you got Ray Lewis and – And Khalil Mack. Yeah. Well, sure. Khalil Mack goes an edge, but okay. – He's an edge rusher, but either way. Well, Ray if, Lewis, if, if, you you're gonna, if you're calling Khalil Mack an edge rusher, I might have better than you. Really? He's got Vaughn. I've got, I got Joey. Vaughn. What's you, what you got? I got Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa. Oh. Uh, you're from Florida? Then you throw Khalil Mack in there. I, I'm taking think I Jared take Allen, Miles Garrett, Von Miller. I, I think I like Woody's, but but that's a close second. Way close. It is than, close. Then yeah. Mere Flounder can put up. And then uh, get how good Jared Allen was, man. But I also Jared had Allen was all pro. JPP and Doomerville, who were all pro as well. Doomerville I mean, was good. I can go deeper if I need to. But they're not going to be I, as deep I mean, as quality it, wise. You're gonna you're gonna fall off as quicker than I do. Well, I want to keep this argument away from depth because that's going to favor the states. With yeah, with yeah. a lot of it's got to be top end talent. It, it's we're looking at top end talent right now, which Woody barely pulls out. But the my best my best linebacker is Bobby Wagner too. So I mean, I got Lance Briggs and Billy Porter, but you just I, need somebody to go with Bobby Wagner. That's an all time. Who do you have after? I know. Who do you have after Ray Jorphy? Uh, I, I was counting Khalil Mack as a as a linebacker, so I didn't grab another one. I'm sure there's I don't know. Yeah, Doom. I mean, we'll give Jorphy uh, – we'll give it to Jorphy just because of Ray Lewis. I mean, all-time great, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, what about uh, DB? I have Earl Thomas, Quentin Jammer, Michael Griffin, Terrence McGee. I think, I think that's pretty solid, but I think one of y'all is going to beat it. That's solid, but – People forget how good Quentin Jammer was. Though. I was about to say, yeah. I haven't heard that say, name in so long. Quentin Jammer was fucking good. Yeah. Quentin Jammer was a boss, dude. Oh. He's like the forgotten child of that elite safety era of Troy yeah. Polamalu, Ed Reed, Brian Dawkins. 
You forget how fucking good Quentin Jammer was in that. Speaking of it's Brian Dawkins. About those guys first. <clears throat> Speaking of Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins is a Hall of Famer, obviously. He's, he's right there on my list because he's from Florida. Then you got Eddie Jackson, Patrick Peterson, uh, Derwin James. Uh, there was another one. I didn't include him on this list because I already had like four or five defensive backs. And it's another guy kind of like Eddie Jackson and Derwin James that have one Pro Bowl, and I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, well, Derwin James has only been in the league for like three years. Eddie, Eddie Jackson's yeah, only been in the league thing. for that's, three years. That's what I'm saying. I didn't grab him because he's they've only been in the league for three years, and I'm, he's not going to knock off Brian Dawkins and Patrick Peterson. Every time, every time I hear Derwin James, all I think about is how the – uh, how come the Chargers can't win games with the defensive backs they have? Just think about the defense they have in general. The whole defense, but the, the defensive backs might be the best in the league, like as a group. 100%. And they, and they can't win games. You know why? Because Phillip Rivers is the worst clutch time quarterback of all time. He's so awful. That should, hey, yeah. James, that hey, should be on a, a side uh, note. We need to, it's, we're 10 minutes to draft. We need to figure yeah. out how we're going to live stream. Can I, can I say my DBs real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Figure it out. Yeah. Palamalu, Richard Sherman, Palamalu. Weddle, and Roy Williams. And people forget about Roy Williams. All yeah. You need another corner. You got, a, you got one corner and three safeties. Well, I mean, you said DBs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't give a shit. Flounder has DBs. I, I'll give it, to, I give it to Flounder. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> hey, a, I, that's a deep list. I couldn't hear it. You say it again, Flounder. Okay, so my DBs are uh, Troy Palamalu. Richard Sherman, Eric Weddle, and Roy Williams. And, I mean, people forget about Roy Williams, but those first three, I mean, fuck, dude. How can you argue with that? That I mean, has two Hall of Famers on the list because Richard Sherman's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. For sure. Okay, but let's just – I'll just throw one name out there. I mean, I got the guy who even cancer can't hold down. Eric <laughs> motherfucking Barry. Eric I wanted Barry. to bring up the cancer thing, but I didn't know if I could. Of course dude, you can. He beat the shit out of cancer. Beat the shit out of cancer, yeah. Good for Eric Berry, dude. I love Eric Berry. He's a bad bitch. I got nothing left to say. But goodbye. Alrighty, guys, that's all we have for today. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we did. And if you didn't, we don't really care because, like I said, we're just having fun out here shooting the shit. As usual, give us a follow on Twitter. You can find us at Woody DSM, at Jorfy D, at James Dash 17, and at Dash underscore Flounder. We have another episode coming for you next week. We will actually open up the phone lines, quote unquote. Be on the lookout on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram on how to phone in and be a part of the show. And with that, we'll see you on the other side. Take it easy. Something